Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We focused yesterday for a bit of the show on that wonderful uh, Lewis Capaldi documentary, which I think was trending, if it's not still trending, at number one on Irish Netflix at the moment. And, and, and like I said, it's an hour and a half of your life that is well worth spending in front of a television, particularly if you enjoy uh, Lewis Capaldi and his music. But part of it is his revelation that he's got Tourette's syndrome. I think he got that uh, d- diagnosis sometime late last year. And, and that's the explanation for this twitching that he has, that when he gets nervous or anxious, or as the, the documentary explains how difficult his mental health can be for him, the twitching gets almost out of control. It's called How I'm Feeling Now. You'll find it on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Tracy, your son is 22 now, and how yeah, is how is his Tourette's? Good morning. Good morning, PJ. Um, his is quite good at the moment. I actually spoke with him last night before coming on. Um, just uh, okay, you know, telling his story or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, at the moment, his is very good. Um, he went through a very hard time um, around you know, kind of his teenage years between growth spurts and hormonal changes. Mm-hmm. All that affects it. Um, but yeah, he's he's quite happy at the moment in where he is in life and stuff, and that all makes the difference as well. Yeah. Um, so at what yeah, stage? He's, he's, at he's what stage good. did you notice it, or did it become noticeable? Um, so he was around seven when we started noticing um, ticks, and for him, it was it started off with the eye blinking and um, shoulder shrugging and head nodding and things like that Um, and things which we didn't realise were tics until we kind of knew more about it Um, so like he he would sniff a lot um, and I thought oh that's just a habit he picked up but that's actually considered um, a vocal tic in Tourette's so he yeah that's when we started noticing his Yeah, there's one Sort of, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Stereotype, that's the word. There's one stereotype yeah. of Tourette's, and there's a guy on Facebook whose name I'll mention in a minute, but there's one stereotype of Tourette's is that the young person or the whatever person or whatever age cannot stop swearing. Mm. So that's, um, it's the, the most publicized side of Tourette's, but it's actually one of the rarest forms. So there's... Um, there's different types of ticks people can get and um, 
so you have motor tics where it's you know your body moving in certain ways and you have vocal tics um or phonic tics as some people call them and that's noises or sounds you make um and like that can be words so like for example my son had what's known as echolalia where you repeat what people say mm-hmm, sometimes mm-hmm. you know or the end of a sentence very very common um, very common on the spectrum actually that is yeah yes yeah. Yeah. And whereas the swearing one is called coprolalia. So that's, you know, um, saying, you know, expletives or whatever. And that's only about 10% of oh, the population of people that have Tourette's have that. I see. So it's, it's, it's quite rare. A lot of his stuff was physical. So he almost looked as if he was having a seizure, I think. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, my son's kind of developed from that age and it was he was about he was gone eight when we got his diagnosis um so to get a, a diagnosis of Tourette's you must have um both motor and vocal tics um present for over 12 months and um because with Tourette's they can wax and wane so you might go through periods of no tics at all um, so you mustn't have a break of more than three months in that 12 months bef- to get your diagnosis. Um, so when things like, um, like we saw on, on the um, documentary when Lewis Capaldi got very, very um, anxious and his mental health wasn't great, mm. his tics kind of took over. Yeah. So my son experienced something like that through puberty. So he, he's quite a tall lad. He's six foot eight at the moment. So Yay. he went through quite a, a few... Yeah, so he went through a few growth spurts, and each time he would, his his tics would exacerbate. You know, he would get really, really bad ones, and um, he at one stage he had what looked like a seizure. So um, we obviously rang emergency services, and he was brought in, and um, they weren't really sure. So with the typical seizure people aren't aware of what's happening and things like that whereas with what my son was having um he was able to talk to us and everything so it must be very um, distressing to watch that tracy is it oh it is very very much so i mean when when you don't know what's happening and he's he used to hurt himself during it you know that the tics would be quite violent where he'd be hitting himself and um it's it's distressing to watch, you know, he'd be asking me to hold his hand so he wouldn't be able to hit himself. Oh but um, it was only through um, Tourette support group that I, you know, I kind of threw it in there. I said, look, this is after happening us. Has anyone experienced it? And um, we found out it's called a tick fit. So we did, I did some research on it okay. and um, it, it, it this happens to people with Tourette's, not everybody. Yeah. Um, and with his, they, we were basically told in the hospital, look, until we can rule out seizures with an MRI, which of course in Ireland took months to get, okay. um, you know, you have to ring us an, an ambulance every time it happened. So even though we knew it wasn't a seizure, we knew it was perfectly fine. You still had to it's, ring an ambulance every time, anything but and, which was OK. Yeah. You know, but then we had an experience in any one night where we had been in there. It was about two o'clock in the morning before we got seen. And this doctor came in and my son's ticket, kind of regular tick at the time, was like nodding his head as in a salute. Do you know that you see sure. some Irish sure. people do? So he would do, he did this and the doctor did it back to him 
And he obviously kept doing it because it was a tick. And the doctor said to me, why is he doing that? And I said, oh, it's just one of his regular ticks at the moment. You know, he has Tourette's syndrome. And the doctor looked at me blankly and he said, what's Tourette's syndrome? Oh, dear. Yeah. So that's that's what you're facing in Ireland. There's yeah. just yeah. no knowledge on it. Interesting that you should mention that, that it's called a tick fit. There's a very upsetting moment in that documentary where Lewis is on stage at Wembley. Mm-hmm. And his yeah. ticks have become so constant that his voice goes. It's yeah. really distressing to watch. And he gets about 10 seconds into a song. The voice isn't there. Mm-hmm. He asks for a break. And he had, yeah. to, he had to quit because the ticks had completely taken him over. That's very distressing. It is. It is. And I mean, bad and all as those were, they weren't the worst of my son's ones. Oh, really? um, like we, we had an incident where his his legs would just drop from under him as a tick. Oh, dear. And you're walking down the street and his legs would just go and he'd fall to the ground and he'd no control over it. Oh, and dear. another one where the ticks would ca- cause him to hold his breath. And he had no control over oh, taking dear. another, the next breath, and it would get to the stage where he would be really panicking, and his body oh, would just naturally dear. take over and force him to make a breath. Yeah, because our, our brain has that circuit within it that it will not allow you to hold yeah. your breath for longer than you're able. That's it. But that can be quite frightening so, yeah, when you wait for it to come. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's wow. they're quite distressing. Now, luckily, you know, kind of times like that are those ticks are they don't last very long because they are the the most worst well for for my son anyway they didn't um like everybody with Tourette's is different and yes. how it presents is different yes and you have people with mild tick disorders who you know you might notice they kind of blink a lot or mm. uh, or they might make a little noise and that would be kind of you know a mild case where you know you have um there's a lady in the UK called Jess Tom um, she goes by Tourette's Hero and she's a comedian. She's twenty. She's in a wheelchair at the moment, um, well, f- for most of her life because her Tourette's is that bad. Mm. And she has a carer because she just, she she can't live on her own without somebody being there because her Tourette's are just take over. Yeah. They don't let her live normally. Wow. You know, so the services that are out there, Tracy, are not great, are they? I, I think one of the no. most hurtful things you had to deal with was, did someone try and send you to a parenting course? Yes, yes. So what the hell is I, that about? Um, so the, I've had this conversation with so many parents of kids with Tourette's where they've been to CAMS, they've been and they because there's not enough known about it in Ireland they don't treat threats so when a child presents with these ticks they go through every medical test that they can do um, if they have a good doctor um, I was lucky enough that my GP you know sent me in the right direction and they rule out anything physical basically mm. um, that might be causing it and when there's nothing comes up like that then you're sent to um, to CAMS and they, they, they their understanding of it is it's environmental. It's, um, you know, that, that this is the child. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. 
You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details way of responding to your parenting so I've had yeah so you are you're sent on a parenting course and I've had so many parents all around the country up in the north even going through the same experience like I've had parents on the phone in tears to me at different things you know at different stages and they're like is it really my doing you know and it's not you know, Tourette's is, is is a neurological disorder, yes, and um, it's it's inherited, so it is passed on through families. It's um, genetic, it's, but it it's, may it's not. a genetic thing, isn't it? Um, it? It's they say it is, but they they they're still researching to kind of find out um, what gene causes it. I see. They can't. They're not. You know, they say it's part part natural part environmental um but what they mean by part environmental is um that the Tourette's can kind of lay dormant in people and something will bring it to the forefront so like in the documentary last night um Lewis Capaldi through his anxiety and stuff that triggered yeah the the Tourette's to kind of worsen but his mom did mention that when he was younger he used to blink quite a lot and but they just never took any notice of it because you know something mild like that you wouldn't that's right um there's a scene in it as well with his dad and i felt very cross at his dad but i thought how would i react in the same position where they're sitting in mm -hmm. the kitchen and lewis is trying to drink a cup or something and he says you're twitching again and he's trying he's trying to say dad i can't help it yeah, and the thing is, when when somebody says something about it, it makes it worse because. Um, and my son was saying this to me last night. Like he's his ticks are barely not. He he doesn't realise he's ticking anymore because you know he says to me, "Oh, I, I haven't ticked in in weeks," but yet his sister was, would be like, "No, he is ticking," but he's just they're so mild he doesn't even notice. Yes. But if somebody mentions it to him, then it triggers it, it in the brain it. and. Yeah. Yeah, and you're conscious of it, so it makes it worse. Can they so, yeah, be treated? Can they be treated, Tracy? Like, can you get medication for them or what? So there is medication offered, um, and it's very hard to get. We, um, at the time my son was younger, we met with a doctor in the Mercy, um, Dr. Olivia Manny, who she's no, not a Tourette specialist, but yeah, but and she's brilliant, but she has an interest in voluntary body movements. So, you know, she has an interest in, in those kind of disorders. So it's, you have to see somebody like that mm-hmm. to get um, medication. And what the medication does is it kind of 
I suppose it suppresses it a little bit, yeah. but um, just from people I've spoken to who've been on it, it's more of something to like keep you on a level. Yeah, you know, where and then they're like, no, it made me feel like you know I wasn't myself anymore. And yeah. So there is that side of it, and there is some um, like cognitive behavioral therapy that has you know been shown to to work in. Yeah. And I think Lewis was saying he was doing some of that. Yes. Um, there's, there's, but there's a couple th- of th- there's nothing. I think treated like I think what you've been shocked to discover, Tracy, through working with your son and and running the Facebook pages, the the amount of it out there that we don't know about. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, the most recent study, and it's still ongoing at the moment. Um, now all of figures come from the US because it's the only place that's kind of really looking into it. Um, there's a big, big study at the moment, and it's looking at it worldwide. And they say one in every 100 kids will have a mild tic disorder, some kind of a mild tic disorder. Mm. But one in 60, sorry, one in 160 will be Tourette's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the thing with Tourette's is it, it never presents on its own. Yeah. Um, you always get what's called comorbid conditions. So if somebody has Tourette's, then they will most likely have things like ADHD, OCD. Yeah. Um, they could be on the ASD spectrum, yeah. um, Asperger's, epilepsy, yeah. the depression and anxiety like Lewis was, was um, experiencing. So it's often hidden with something like that, you know, like... For example, my one of my sons, he had to like touch a thing certain number. If he touched off something, he would have to touch it a number of times, which kind of falls under the OCD oh, bracket. Shit. But yeah. it's also a tick. Yeah, okay. So things can like Tourette's can be masked yeah. by other conditions, um, and like one of the worst things with Tourette's is because it's so like unknown. If you go to places like CAMS, they don't know how to, to work with it. So they they work with the other conditions, which is f- great. You know, they're working with the ADHD and OCD and whatever else is there. But for a child in school, Tourette's means nothing. They will not get any extra assistance unless they have the, their diagnosis of yeah. ADHD or OCD or whatever else is there. Um, that's the only, those diagnoses will get them extra help in school. Okay. And I mean, the Tourette's alone makes schooling near impossible for a lot of kids. Yeah, because teachers oh. just won't be able to handle it. And it, can, no. it could be, no, just, I mean, with the, with the best will in the world and not wishing to be unkind, it could be disruptive to a class too, couldn't it? Of course, definitely. You know, they need a lot of movement breaks. Um, It's very hard to concentrate. I mean, if you imagine you're sitting there and you're trying to write something and every five seconds your whole body jumps because that's your tick and your your, your head turns. So it takes your focus off the page and you have to come back and find where you were on the page to go again. And, you know, it's they struggle a a good bit that way with school. Yeah. Your son is in in his is in his 20s now how does he deal with it psychologically as in this is with him for life how does that how does that affect him or does it he's fine now he's come to terms with it um he did struggle with it a lot um mental health wise and everything as a teenager because you can imagine you know a teenage boy in you know secondary school and um he went from a very, very small primary school where it was fully accepted because everyone just knew him. This was just Daniel and this is, you know, how he, he was. But when he went into secondary school, he went into like, you know, a thousand people school and people didn't know him. Yeah. So now the school were brilliant. 
you know, and they they do every every year they have um, like a, an awareness of all different need, extra needs and special needs and all this. So they did, you know, highlight Tourette's and they asked him beforehand, do you mind if we do it? And he was saying no, because he said, then people will know why yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. But like there was an incident where um, one of his ticks was sticking up his middle finger, you know, and that was just he just did it he did, couldn't help it but somebody took it the wrong way and thought it was meant at them and he ended up um, with a black eye from uh, it is, is that so, a thing with ticks Tracy that's an interesting one now is there a thing because mm-hmm. there's a chap and I'll mention his name in a minute that I watch or watched on Facebook for a while is it a thing that sometimes a tick will be a movement or a word like you said the words are rare enough but a movement that is like in the case of giving someone the middle finger, socially unacceptable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So It's almost like the body called, chooses um, to do this. It is. Um, Tourette's can be quite environmental. So depending on where you are, certain tics can present that you mightn't have anywhere else. Um, I We've met up with a lot of different families. We were lucky when Daniel was young that the support group was very strong and we organised um, a day out in Dublin Zoo. And... We met with somebody who, like Lewis Capaldi, his his Tourette's didn't present until he was in his twenties. Yeah. Um, and it was an anxiety thing brought it out in him as well. Kind quite similar story, but his Tourette's was a lot more extreme than what my son's was. So, watching him, like every when we were on a bus, his tics were like there's a bomb on the bus, the bus is on fire, things like this that was really inappropriate, you know, mm. but it, it was just because we were on the bus. It's and then like we the went. Brain, it's almost like the brain doesn't have a filter for these things. That's it. That's it. it, it it's almost like, you know, like he, he has an awful trouble going through airports, this guy, and he would have to take um, something to suppress it going through an airport. But it's almost like the brain thinks what's the most inappropriate thing, or yeah. what shouldn't I say here yeah. and that's what it makes it say yeah. or makes it yeah. do that's actually, you know, that's actually a very good way of putting it no the guy I'm talking yeah, about I don't know if you've so come hot. across him he's a lad from from the north uh, Lewis Nickel um, cue ball he goes by no. um, but okay. I started following him a few years ago because I was interested in his videos now he's an MMA fighter um, but in the very early days of his videos like they were swear fests and yeah. you, you bore with him because he's actually hilariously funny and he was doing this to mm-hmm. present how Tourette's affected him. And he said, I can't, I can't yeah. buy a loaf of bread without getting barred from the shop. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and that's and it. Like, people don't understand. They don't yeah. realize, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish you and, and your son... Uh, well, I know you've mentioned his name a couple of times. We'd, we won't do that again in case you are. Yeah, yeah. That was inadvertent. That's fine. Uh, we wish you and him and everybody well. The awareness pages Tourette's Alliance Ireland and what's the other one? That's Tourette's just, Ireland. Just, uh, yeah, Tourette's Ireland and the Tourette's Alliance is on the, the um, profile picture of it. Excellent. All right, listen. My best to you and the family, Tracy. Thank you very much, Tracy Collin. There's a lot of it out there. Quartz 96 FM.